All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host via cell phone, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? It's good to hear from everybody. All right, man. Episode 150, the big 150. Uh, before you know it, we'll be at 200. Um, how's everything going over there, Sean? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Uh, it's just good to kind of get the season going. Uh, unfortunately, we've had some... Some blockages, trying to get it the way I want it to be. But that's cool, though, man. We, we still up and running, and everything's going to be great, man, especially this week. we got some big games this week, so I'm excited. Yeah, we do got some big games. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, excited to be back. I know we had, you know, the the weather issue, but, again, you know, I mean, it, it's for the best, man. At the at the end of the day, it's all about the guy's safety. And, uh, you know, we, we it's, it's, there's bigger things in basketball as – uh, as as Westbrook sorry ass likes to put it, but you know, you know, bleep that out for me. We'll bleep that out for me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, let's go. Um, let's go ahead and recap. I know we never actually did recap uh, week one. Let's go ahead and uh and recap that. Uh, the first game of the night, free agents uh, versus my team trifecta. Unfortunately, uh, we took an L. Uh, tough, tough L. Um, eighty-two to seventy-nine. I thought, I thought we played pretty good, considering, uh, you know, it was our first time trying to gel together. I thought we didn't shoot the ball as well as we could. I definitely played poorly, uh, for uh, for my standards, and I haven't, I haven't really played well the last couple of seasons. I've been trying to, uh, I haven't. I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't really been playing much basketball. I haven't really been playing open gym like I used to every Saturday. Uh, at my regular spot, shout out to my homeboy PJ. Um, I haven't been doing that, so you know a lot of that's on me. A lot of that is uh, a little bad luck uh, with my GMing and uh, our team's gelling. But I thought overall, I thought uh, I thought we played well for our first game, and, and there's room to grow. But uh, shout out to to the I guess the agents. They haven't changed their name officially yet. Shout out to the agents for picking up the win. Uh, Jay Walk. Shout out to him. I believe. Uh, he's gonna get it going. DJ played well. Um, uh, Jacob, uh, BJ played well. I thought the whole team played well. Miles played well. Uh, they look like they're gonna be a solid team once they get it going. Yeah, yeah. They'll actually, uh, you know, considering all things, all things considering uh, how that team got put together, they came in. They had chemistry. Um, they came in had good chemistry. They played a really good game. And to be honest with you, they. The score, uh, the final score, showed a pretty close game, but the game kind of got like that at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Through three and a half quarters, I feel like they were in control through Mm -hmm. three and a half quarters, and then you guys really turned it up the last half of the uh, fourth quarter and really kind of made it a close game. Uh, But, I mean, if they they have a very similar output to what they did against you guys, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. So, uh, shout out to them and putting up a good game. And, um, And you guys, you know, you know, you kind of talked about your GM and your play. Uh, I, I see some subtle improvement with you guys. I could see you guys being a problem maybe a little later on, a, a dangerous team. So uh, we'll see as time goes on, as the season goes on. Yeah, and I said the first game. That was actually the last game. So we'll work backwards. Uh, free versus the Bullets was the 8 o'clock game. Uh, free, unfortunately, took a tough, tough loss, 88 to 85. Free surprised me. I know, um, I know Shannon wasn't there, but... I thought free played well. Uh, they they had a chance to win it a couple of times. 
Uh, but things just didn't go their way uh, the last couple minutes. But um, a big, big win for the Bullets. A much-needed win for them. I thought uh, them having that, that tough start is a little bit of a cause for concern. And uh, we'll talk about the power rankings uh, a little later. But I believe they uh, they also have room for improvement as well. But I want to see how good they're going to be when Shannon comes. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got – we're really going to see because they have a big game coming up this week. Uh, they, they, they had a game um, – well, you you call it, you call them the early season favorites uh, mm-hmm. before the season start the preseason favorites, uh, but after we fall sixteens play, I would think the team that they're playing against this week would be maybe they they look the most impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be a big test to kind of see where they really are heading into this week. Uh, big game, a lot of star power coming up in this uh, game on Thursday, so we shall see what happens. But like I said, they do have a lot of room for improvement, and no doubt. They'll be right there. When, when it's all said and done, when the playoffs start, I expect them to be right there with whoever uh, probably playing uh, for the title as one of the top teams. So, yeah, they do have a little room for improvement. I expect them to get better, and they will be better. And before, you know, you kind of get into this, you made a statement the other day while we were at the table saying, when I think they were struggling a little, little bit against Free because you didn't expect them to struggle against Free. But Free is solid. So we can't take away that three is very solid. Mm-hmm. You said, mm, same old bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did say that. <laughs> but they did find a way to pull it out, and they, you know, did what they need to do. So this week, uh, expect Shane to be back. We'll see what they're really made of coming in this week. Yeah, they were they were teetering, man. I I mean, I said that rightfully so. They were <laughs> they were they were teetering, but uh, they did pull it off. All right, so the first game, the seven o'clock game. Uh, squad one versus boot gang. Uh, squad one got the win a lot to a little. Uh, Marcus uh, Hall made his debut, his uh, Ultimate Hoops debut, finished with a league record 56 points. Uh, hit, hit 11 threes, 14 rebounds. I think the most impressive thing was the rebounding for me. Um, yeah. For the guard position, for you to be able to just uh, rebound the ball. We haven't seen a guard uh, rebound the ball that well since Jalen. Um, yeah. So that was impressive. Look, dude had 56 points, and uh, he had 14 rebounds, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you come in in your first game, could you imagine, like, uh, somebody's first NBA game? And granted, there are levels to this, so let's yeah. not go get too far right here. But you walk into the league, and you come in and score, like, Will Chambers records 100 points. Somebody comes in and scores 102 points and gets 50 rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on here? Like, like, that's what he did in, in his debut. He debuts in Ultimate Hoops and literally breaks the three-point made record, which mm-hmm. is 11, mm-hmm. and scores 56 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, dude was astounding. And granted, the dude's a bucket. Um, he's Jersey High School's all-time league scorer. Uh, I think he's ranked, like, 12th all-time in the state of Texas mm-hmm. in high school scoring. Uh, also, to go along with that, I think he... Uh, he obviously plays overseas now. Um, I mean, the dude's a bucket. Uh, he plays on the what's that? Is it the what's that, that thing on ESPN they do with the uh school? They get their old players and they um and they play for like a million dollars. Oh, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it. I know what you're talking about though. I just know yeah. overseas elite plays in it. Yeah, yeah, he, he's in that, and you know, like I said, dude. 
dude's a bucket. So, I mean, he's a, a well-known bucket around here, around there, around everywhere. So, where <laughs> <laughs> so, am I surprised that he came out here and scored a 56? No, but at the same time, though, it's kind of still crazy to think about somebody walking on their first day and breaks the record. Uh, I mean, it's just unreal. Uh, 56 points again, 14 rebounds. You break the three-point record, break the scoring record here at Cyprus immediately. I think even as champions, I think the record was 55, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Jalen. So, yeah, Jalen hit got 55. So just just coming in, like I said, with your debut, uh, I just don't see too many debuts after that. It's going to be much better than that. He had an all-time great debut <laughs> going into the Oscar history I don't think I'll say that right now I don't think there'll be too many debuts that'll be better than his debut last week is he already a Hall of Famer <laughs> <laughs> well the standard the standard the, like the standard for Hall of Fame and Oscar Hoops is longevity so no yeah it doesn't matter like, what you he do has a Hall of Fame accolade definitely though yeah absolutely okay um let's move on to our next topic All right, time for our power rankings uh, for week two. I'm going to go ahead and start from the bottom to the top. Uh, at the bottom, I have Boot Gang. Um, I thought they had a really you know, rough start to the season, losing uh, about 30-plus uh, in their opener. I think they have a, a grand opportunity uh, this week to kind of bounce back. But uh, I, I think their game was the only game that wasn't close. So I, got, I have to put them last for now. Uh, for Fifth, I'm going to put trifecta. I'm going to put us in fifth. I thought we definitely could have won the game. Uh, I definitely didn't play well. And guys are trying to jail right now. Guys are trying to, you know, get back, play the way back in the shape. A lot of guys are not even in shape right now. So, uh, you know, it's a long season. But for now, I'll put us at fifth. Uh, I'm going to put free at fourth ahead of us. As painful as that is for me to say, I'm going to put them ahead of us. Uh, I thought they were the most impressive team that lost this uh, uh, week one. Considering yeah. they were playing a heavy favorite uh, like the Bullets, they played them well. I know they didn't have Shannon, but that team is still extremely deep. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to put them uh, fourth. Uh, third, I'm going to put the Agents. I thought uh, I thought they played well for their first game. They're also trying to you know gel and work it together. I think they should not have any problems scoring the basketball. I think they're going to get better each week. Um, I got the Bullets second. I can't put them ahead of squad one. I know I had them as the favorite coming in, uh, but, you know, them playing down to what I didn't, I you know I didn't, I, didn't, I thought they would play a lot better. I thought they would score hundred plus with that team. I know they didn't have Shannon, but I still thought they could still get up a hundred. And considering that they went to three overtimes and they still didn't reach a hundred, uh, that's a cause for concern for me. Um, so I'm gonna put them at second. And at number one, I got squad one. They were the most uh, impressive team. Uh, I think the one-two punch with Marcus Hall and Danny's gonna be a problem inside out. Danny's a force. When you, whether you're feeding him or he's running the floor or he's just getting it off the glass and doing the dirty work. And then with Marcus Hall, you know, just filling it up, he's obviously going to be the scoring champion this season. I don't think that's even a question. Um, I got them number one. Yeah, uh, they're a problem. Uh, and just looking at their squad, I mean, like, uh, Manuel wasn't even there, twin. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you think you got you add him to the mix, and then Jesus Christ. Uh, and 
Yeah. Let me put one of the first times ever. One through six, I'm going to agree with you. One through six. Uh, I don't think I'm going to say that. I do feel level. They got to be by third. They didn't have a close game, so that's one reason why I'm going to put boot game six. But they're not far behind you guys, though. They're not far behind Tractor, though. And I can see them uh, going into this week playing well and maybe jumping you guys in the standings. Um, if they beat us, yeah, I'll put us last for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's funny because, like, all the matchups this week, I feel like need to be the matchups. Like, don't, <laughs> don't you feel <laughs> Yeah, like, it's, it's funny how that worked out, huh? Yeah, it's like number five and six are playing, number one and two are playing, and number three and four are playing. Yep, it's like, funny like, how that worked out. That's crazy. Out, like <laughs> it probably should work out this week. So, uh, yeah, I, I think obviously they're gonna be some. Uh, we'll see. Think by two, if the if they go as planned, they all did one through six. It might be the same way again next week, depending on how the games look. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's kind of funny how they worked that out. Again, you know, people always say I. I I tamper with the schedule, and the schedule is that way because, well, everybody doesn't say this. Pretty one group of people will say that. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it actually worked out perfectly the week. So we'll definitely see. Uh, these games will be very interesting. I'm very excited to actually kind of get these games going and seeing uh, what they're going to be like going forward. Okay, so what do you have for uh, your, your power okay. ratings? So this uh, one through six, like I said. So you want me to go ahead and go to like the, the seven o'clock game, eight o'clock game, nine o'clock game? No, no. See, so your power rankings are the same. Yeah, yeah, exact same as yours. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Let's go with the predictions. Uh, so I guess you want me to go first. Yeah, you can go first. We go by uh, start with the start with the seven. So we got seven o'clock game. We got boot game versus trifecta. Uh, I hate to do this to you, kid, but I, I don't pick boot game. No, no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, Sean. Yeah, oh, you know, you're right, because whenever I pick you, you, you tend to lose. So, <laughs> against you, I actually help you out yes. in this case. So, I'm actually going to pick both games to be Tri-Tech and the 7, 7 p.m. game. I'll say the spread is going to be, uh, I'm not going to do a spread, I'll just do a score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going 86 to 82. I just think both teams are going to be able to score a little bit. So, I'm going to go 86 to 82, boom, gang, in that one. High scoring for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They scored 103 the first week. <laughs> I mean, I think they have a uh, better opponent who could defend it, but we'll be able to defend a little bit better. Okay. Uh, 92 88. Uh, and this is a big one the agent versus free. I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give. Hmm. It's a tough one. And free thing I'm gonna be picking on me here. So but I'm not picking on you free. Uh 
I'm going to pick the agents. Uh, I think they're going to be able to score. So their ability to to score, I'm going to go with the agents. Uh, 86 to 78, the agents. Oh. I don't know if they will score enough with them. Not, not saying the free can't score, but... I, no, I'm not gonna say anything because free y'all, free don't think I'm kicking on. They don't think I'm a, a, a Kevin, like Kevin, be a hater. So I'll just <laughs> say 8678. Uh, the hate. All right. Um. Okay, so starting with the seven o'clock game, I have trifecta obviously winning that game. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we score some points, man. I'm gonna say ninety to eighty-one. Okay. Okay. Let's see, ninety, eighty-one. Trifecta. Hey, you know what's funny? Uh, and this was actually true. I I talked to Mike <laughs> the week one. He's like, he said, "Yeah, man, Kev Kev always changes team name when he's not feeling good." <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of five guys, and I did this before. Um, what was the team I had before? Uh, oh, uh, it might heat check. It was heat check. Heat check. Heat check. I went from heat check to trifecta to five guys and back to trifecta. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. I do do that. <laughs> I tend to do that." Yeah. All right. Not be wrong. Baby. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the second game, um, I'm going to go squad one as well. And that's probably a good thing for the Bullets. They probably don't want me to pick them. I'm going to say squad one wins 95-86. Uh, okay. All right. 95-86. Squad one. And then the last game, the Agents versus Free. I believe the agents will get some buckets. Um, not gonna, um, not gonna disclose too much information about this game, but there's a certain someone that's motivated in this game for free versus oh. for free versus uh, the agents. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who, but that person's motivated. So I'm going with the agents, and I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say they win big. I say oh. they win ninety. I'm gonna say they win ninety-five to eighty-one. Oh wow! Man, hold up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only because I, I, you know, I got some inside information, so I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever the check case may be, uh, we shall see. I, I think Free's gonna show up though. I, I have a little more faith in Free than you do, as per usual. Yeah. Okay. Um so we did the power records, we did the our predictions. Okay, let's move on to our final topic of the night. All right, time for our final segment of the night. Uh in the news, we're gonna start off with sports. Um the Houston Texans have uh, made their hire uh, for head coach what many thought would be Josh McCown. Uh, it Actually, they threw a curveball, and they went ahead and hired Lovey Smith, uh, only the second African-American uh, coach 
left uh, in the league. It was just one. Now there's two. Um, speaking on that, I believe the Texans are, you know, they're trying to go with damage control. Uh, their their franchise has been frowned upon and, you know, uh, for good reason. I believe they're not, they want to hire Josh McCown. That's the guy they want. Um, and that's coming. Eventually, he will be the head coach. I, I would say next year. I say Lovey Smith is one and done. Um, so, so it'll be back-to-back years where they fire a coach after the first year. I got the Texans finishing five and twelve, and them and uh, Lovey Smith getting fired, only because this is the problem with the Texans. They're going to continue to keep getting guys. Uh, well, the GM is going to continue to get guys, ex-Patriots, old Patriots, and uh, and keep filling up the roster with that. And that's what we that's where we're at right now. I mean, we had Danny Amendola, Rex Burkhead. Uh, a bunch of ex-Patriot bums everywhere, just sprinkled all over the roster. So that's where we are, man. We're, we we're the, we're, we hired a we got a GM uh, that was with the Patriots. Uh, just that's what we that's who they think they are. They think they're the Patriots for some reason. Yeah, Patriots South. Patriots of the South. So we're a joke. We're gonna continue to be a joke. Hiring Levy Levy Smith doesn't impress me because I'm looking at this roster. We're garbage. So why I don't even know why he would take such a crappy job like that. To be honest with you. Because he was already here, and it's another, and it probably was a lot of people calling his uh, phone to be the head coach. Um, at least I had to call. So I would have just stayed the coordinator. Better. I wouldn't want to take that job. Yeah, and yeah, because you're going to get, well, this thing about coaching in general, I mean, you coach like I coach. Uh, you get a lot of blame for stuff that's not even your fault a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to take a lot of things on the chin, and you got to be built to, to be able to do that. Um, and I think in his case, you know, uh, this is probably his lovey's last hurrah as a head coach in the NFL. Yeah, he's gonna be um, done. This is it. No, uh, so uh, and I think he he's here last year. He kind of knows the guys in the front office. He knows the organization. Um, lovey's probably not gonna come in that situation either and and be an alpha male and, and step on anybody's toes as well. So uh, it was a good hire for the Texans. Uh, if you have seen anything with the guys, the only guy who kind of that seemed, who got a second interview, that seemed like a guy who kind of would be a alpha male and step on toes was Brian Flores. Um, and I guess he came down to bottom two or three, and uh, he didn't get hired. And obviously, you know, the, there are other reasons probably why he probably didn't get hired, too. Pending, um, pending lawsuit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that has something to do with it. But um, <laughs> it, it, with all that being said, he... he Lovey Smith's not a bad hire. Just think about it. I, I don't think he's a bad hire. Uh, as the Texas defense was historically bad uh, the year before. Uh, when Deshaun, well, the last year we had Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson was putting up about 30, 35 points a game. Mm-hmm. And that defense was absolutely getting annihilated. Um, so for him to take that defense and them to kind of have a patchwork defense, defense this year, realistically and for them to kind of be like they were like in the top five and takeaways and uh so much i put like the defense they had this year with the offense they had sean watson's last year that's a playoff team yeah that was that would probably be a good playoff team and if lovey smith was the coach and not bill o'brien yeah i mean yeah you know uh so i mean you, you take that uh into consideration that he had he was uh picking up an all-time terrible defense and he made them a respectable defense this year that says a lot especially as far as like 
not only what he can do as far as schematically, I think also what it seems like the players trust him. Uh, and he got guys because, like, at the end of the day, we what, what pro bowlers are all pros that we have on defense this year? Did we have one? I don't think we had any. No, exactly. So, for you not to have any all pros or pro bowlers on your defense, not one, not one, and for y'all to be above average, yeah, I mean, I think that's saying a lot about his coaching. But so, see, but that's, that's, think, that's the problem with the Texans, though. This is why I can't wrap my arms around them uh, because it's, it's frustrating because we're always missing something. Either we have a good defense and a, and, a, and a mediocre offense. We got a good offense, mediocre defense. We got both, and we got a mediocre coach. We can never yeah. have all three. And so yeah. that's, where, that's where the disconnect comes, and that's where we're always going to run into the problem. We don't even have to have a great coach. We just have to have a coach that's, that's competent. Like We, we yeah. can't even have that. So we we always gonna be missing something. So now we got a good coach, mediocre defense, trash offense. So how what am I supposed to do with that? We're gonna be sorry again. Probably, but like I say, you know, free agency's coming up. Uh, we're gonna see what this draft is like, considering well, well I, I think we're we're saying this now too, because so much is unknown. We don't have no idea really right now of the Deshaun Watson situation. So Man, once we know, once we get <laughs> If we decide, if they decide to trade him, um, and we get compensation for Deshaun Watson, that kind of gives us a better direction. Which is probably why we probably couldn't hire the coach we wanted either. Because you think every coach that comes in there for an interview isn't asking that? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm trying answer. to get the job here. I get it, but at the same time, though, if you're telling me that I have Deshaun Watson, then yeah, I'm all in. But you tell me that. I have Deshaun Watson, but I really don't have Deshaun Watson, and I don't know what we're going to actually do with Deshaun Watson right now. That's a hard sell, especially for a coach who have other teams that want him. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they definitely got to get that resolved. They either have to, like I say, whether it be them trading him, whether the lawsuits go away, uh, whether that Deshaun decides to stay. Once you kind of have an idea, even as a fan base, because if let's say Deshaun decides to stay, what you do in free agency is completely different than what you're going to do in free agency if Deshaun leaves or you trade him. But if you know he's going to stay, you're probably trying to get other nice free agents and other nice free agents are willing to come because Deshaun's here. But if you know you're going to trade him, then you're going to do something different because you have compensation for your draft picks. And so you may do things differently in free agency. So they really got to get that situation figured out. That should be number one on Nick Serio's to-do list now that they have a coach. It's get the Deshaun Watson situation figured out the best they can and then be able to move forward. So we actually have some direction. Because part of the reason why we don't have any direction right now is because that's the big dark cloud that's hanging over the organization right now is that situation. So once they get that figured out, I think it'll kind of all fall in place. We'll kind of have a better direction of where everybody's going. And not to mention bad ownership. All right, uh, let's, move, let's move on to uh, uh, the Super Bowl. Um, we got the Kansas City. Oh, that's right. They didn't make it. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the uh, L.A. Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I don't think this game is going to even be particularly close. I got the Rams winning by two touchdowns. I'm going to say 35-21 Rams. Uh. You know what, and I've been so surprised by Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals that I'm going to give them a shot. 
I don't think they're going to win. But I'm going to give them a shot. Uh, they need to get off to a fast start, though. They got to a bad. They're already the underdog. Nobody expects them to win. And at the end of the day, the Rams are a better team. I mean, for just keeping it 100. Defense. Uh, so, with that, if they got to a slow start, it'll be a it'll be a slaughter. It will. It'll be. A, but to that, to saying all that, I mean, Kansas City got up on them 21-0, 21-3, and they were able to come back. But this is the Super Bowl, and what we know about Super Bowls is teams that get off to fast starts or get off to slow starts. That's how the game usually goes. It's not too many comebacks in Super Bowls. Only comeback I can remember in Super Bowl in recent years is the Falcons Patriots one. Yeah, and Matt, and Matt Ryan. All the reason was why the that happened was because Tom Brady was the quarterback on the other team. No, uh, it, it happened because Matt Ryan was the quarterback on the other team. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got it backwards. <laughs> but yeah, like, I definitely think. Uh, but again, that's a, a veteran team that's been to the Super Bowl multiple times, so that could possibly happen with them. And I think the time before that was the 49ers came back against the Bengals 30 years ago out of all teams. Uh, and again, that was uh, another Super Bowl champion that had been to the Super Bowl multiple times that they were able to soon come back. But yeah, a brand new team like this, like uh, the current Bengals, yeah, if they got to the slow start, it's going to be a slaughter. They're going to get blown out by probably more than what you, your score is. But I think if they keep it close early, hey, I like their chances. I think they've, they've shown some level of resiliency. Their defense is pretty stout. Um, but uh, I just think uh, the Rams they have too many weapons. I thought they've had too many weapons since day one. And then they added weapons when they got OBJ and other things. So Imagine if they still have Robert Woods. Whew. Yeah. I mean, look, in the middle of the season, they added Odell Beckham and uh, my guy, uh, A&M grad, uh, Von Miller. Von Miller, yeah. Got about Von. Like, like you, uh, a team that's already stacked added two more great veterans. Like, come on, man. Like, mm. there's just too much. They're going to be too much for the Bengals, I think. But, like I said, the Bengals kind of keep it close early and don't let them get up by 14 to 17 points early. I think it'll be a good game. I got. I mean, the Cincinnati. Their offensive line is already terrible. So, what you gonna do with Von Miller and uh, Aaron Donald? What you gonna do with AD? So, I, nah, man. I, I think that's gonna get ugly. Only because of the I, what I saw. Uh, what happened with uh, who was that? Who? So when the Bengals when they won came back and won was that Tennessee that sacked them nine times? If Tennessee's <laughs> doing that to your uh, to your offensive line, what you think? What you think the Rams gonna do? Yeah, but like I say, you know, each game's different. You know, I, like I said, they had two weeks to prepare. Uh, I'm just trying. I'm gonna give, try to give them a million dollars. Say they'll give them a good game. But if they get down early, it's over with, though. You got you got a second year quarterback too. Yeah, and even though he thinks he's Joe Cool, I mean, in the Super Bowl is just different, man. It's just. I mean, remember how good those uh, Buffalo Bill teams were in the late '80s, early '90s when they went to four straight Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and. I just remember the Cowboys jumping on them early. They could never recover. Like, they scored like, 50 points, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just remember, like, from the – so it's just something different about the Super Bowl. That same season, the Oilers jumped on them 35-3, to three and they came back and beat the Oilers. But mm. when the Cowboys jumped on them in the Super Bowl, they, they, they couldn't do anything about it. Mm. It's just something about the Super Bowl. When you get down early, you don't come back usually. So, I'm uh, like I say – the Bengals need a good start. If they start slow like they did against the uh, Chiefs, they're, they're dead. They're dead me. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to skip our baseball topic that we had. Uh, shame on MLB. That's all I got to say. 
Um, <laughs> we're gonna. Well, let's talk about. Let's go to the NBA. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook, uh, my favorite point guard. Um, so the late. This is the latest on Russell Westbrook. So you know this season has been full of. Uh, you know, bad play. I don't really call it bad play. This is who Westbrook is. This is who he's always been. He's just been doing it, you know, when the lights aren't bright because he's been, you know, on teams that were sorry. And, uh, you know, he was able to to get away with getting triple doubles and having six or seven turnovers and no one would notice. But now that he's in L.A. and he's on a team that's the favorite coming in and he's doing what he's doing and, you know, he's struggling and because he's not fitting in with the offense and the offense isn't revolved around him. It looks bad, man. It looks really bad. Now that game against the Knicks, that was just the latest. That was just yeah. the latest. That's what that's what's been going on all season. And the fans are just fed up. They're tired of it. They're like, you know what? We're tired of you, Russ. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when you when you get in an argument with your girlfriend or your wife, and they it's, they're at that boiling point where they're ready to go. Like they're done. So <laughs> that's what that's where the that's where the fans are with Westbrook. Like as soon as he walked in the door, the dishes was clean. He came in there. He had some leftovers and put it on a plate and just put that plate in the sink and the dishwasher could have been loaded. That's what he did last game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He left it, didn't put, no, didn't even, didn't even soak it, didn't even pretend he was gonna try to, you know, to help clean the dishes. Just immediately came in, turned the ball over, took a bad shot, and then they were like, "Hey, man!" I remember the play when he got the ball in the corner and they was just like, "No!" Like they were, they were upset. I could hear it. I was like, and then he's like, he's like, "All right, all right." And then he's like, "Well, I guess I gotta shoot it now." Shot it, clank, and it was just like they were like, "Man, get this dude out!" And I'm just watching the game. I'm just watching the game, Sean. I had to go look at the stats because I already knew it was bad. Because every literally every time he was in the game, something was bad was happening. The Lakers were up. No, no, the Lakers were down big. I think they were down by like what was it, uh, seventeen at halftime? Yeah. They, were, they were down seventeen at halftime. Took Russ out. Came back. Put him back in. Knicks came back, took him back out. They went to overtime and they won the game. Every yeah. literally, they were up in the fourth quarter. Put him back in the game. The Knicks came back and sent him to overtime, all with him in the game. Then they didn't put him in in, the, in overtime and they won the game. And he finished the game with a minus fifteen. I thought it was a minus thirty because I was just like, bro, every time you win the game, it's bad. <laughs> Like I don't understand. Like, it, it, and it was, it, this was like the final strike. So I know, I know. I didn't. I didn't get to watch Undisputed. I know they was getting on him. I know yeah. Shannon was probably having a field day with uh, this dude. It, they said about it. You know, they're all undisputed to argue with each other, right? Yeah. But they would completely agree with each other. <laughs> <on the road laughs> <so much. laughs> it's like I can't defend that. I can't. Yeah. But the thing sad part, this thing with Russ, it's kind of not his fault though. It's kind of I'm gonna take I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with you on this one, and I'm gonna blame this on LeBron because that's what you usually do. Uh, <laughs> LeBron wanted Russell, uh, which you know, look, he's another superstar. Like, why not? Um, but the problem is that what what Russ does well. And think about it, so he's getting a little older now, so he doesn't do it as well. But he still does it well when I think it's him. But he's a ball-dominant guard who creates for his teammates and creates for himself. 
Uh, but he's ball dominant. Uh, and he's not a shooter. And what the Lakers need, they need four spacing because LeBron's ball dominant. Mm-hmm. And, and they need shooting, which is why even on his super teams, LeBron has made players who necessarily aren't don't fit in that realm to do certain things. He's made them shooters. Uh, he's made, uh, and granted Chris Bosh and, and Kevin Love could shoot, but mm-hmm. he made them more stretch fours and he took them off the block and took them off the elbow area where they were very effective as well, where they were 24 and 25 point scores. Um, and in the case of Russ, Russ is a non-shooter extraordinaire. Um, his shooting has got worse as his career has gone on. I actually remember him being like at one point a 34% shooter from three at one point. And that elbow jumper used to be money uh, that he used to have. Uh, yeah, off the glass. Yeah, but now, he, for whatever reason, he's shooting <laughs> in the at, top of the backboard on that shot. Yeah, that. <laughs> Damn. Those back, that, and people wrong for putting that on highlights. Every time he shoot a backboard shot, he hit the side of the glass. Like, they always show it now. <laughs> like, people need to start doing it like that, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he he he's just uh uh he just he's just not a good fit for LeBron. It's not that I think Russ is a terrible basketball player now. I think Russ is doing what Russ does, but it's just not a good fit with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And it just is what it is. Um, and unfortunately, he probably needs to be on a team. Let's say like he came to the Rockets right now. He'll probably be amazing. He'll probably average triple double because he'll be he'll be allowed to be ball dominant with no other stars on the floor with him, and it'll be his show. Uh, and I think that's probably more so of where Russell is going to be more successful as far as his numbers. But unfortunately, he's not going to ever win like that either. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a, it's unfortunate. Like he could be a stud and superstar. But he probably won't win with that, that, that style, especially now when he's getting a little bit older and not as explosive. Um, like, did you see did his layup block? Uh, well, not only did he get his layup block, he missed a couple layups, too. But That's what he does that regularly. I think he got on the break. It was like a three-on-one. Somebody passed the ball to him on the wing. Who came and beat Was it Julius Russell? Somebody came and beat the shot up off the glass. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, that, if that was Russ four years ago, like, he would have threw that down. Yeah. It's like, why are you trying to do a left-hand layup right there? But he has to beat up all the side <laughs> tech boy like that. Then he jumped back on defense. Yeah. I'm like, and Frank Bowl kind of called him out. He said, you know, Russ wasn't playing well on offense or defense today. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Like, like, he let me know, like, your defense is trash too. Like, it, I think his defense is worse than his offense. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Because I, I used to think it's Russ is like, you know, he kind of played hard on defense back in, back in OKC. But now he's not yeah. even trying. Yeah, it's like he's just getting ran by. And it's like, and it's bro, like, aren't you aren't you still fast? Ability or lack of basketball IQ, or you just because you're not doing what you need to do on offense, your defense is suffering too. Like you're not engaged on defense. Like what is it? It just it, man, he just he looks awful. <laughs> he just looks awful all around. Man. I don't even know how to describe it. Like I, I and you know what? A part of me felt bad. Uh, that game against New York because the crowd was booing them and they're just like, bro, you suck. Like they just really, they really getting on. And I'm just like, damn, is this what he's, this is what he's succumbed to. It's like, and but he's so stubborn. He just he has so much pride that he's just like, I'm gonna play my way. 
I'm gonna play my way. I'm just like, bro, your way, your way ain't working, dog. Like it's just not. But. Yeah, unfortunately, man, he just uh, and you know people gonna make it sound like he's he's done, like like his career's over, like he's not a good player anymore. I don't think it's that. I just think that he doesn't fit in this situation, and the Lakers made a bad move because he's untradeable. Yeah, and it ain't nobody. He ain't getting no more paydays. Yeah, like that that contract. That great. The good thing about that contract is after this year is one more year. But they can't trade him now because it's two more years left on it. Yeah, ain't nobody. No one's taking that on. No one's taking that contract. Similar to John Walls. Like, like no one's taking that contract. LeBron is kind of stuck with him. That's tough. Yeah, you're not winning another ring, LeBron. <laughs> not with that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, like, like he got at least for another year and a half. He's stuck with him. You know, he may be able to trade him next year at deadline. Mm. But that's tough, yeah. man. That's tough. That's tough. And like I say, it's unfortunate because I think he's still a quality basketball player. But in that situation, he's not. And he's going to continue to look bad. I don't think he's going to be able to fix it. Last year, he looked kind of bad early on against the, with the Bullets. And then he kind of started to fix it towards, you know, this time last year, he kind of started looking like a stud again. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with the Rockets, then, like the first couple months was like so-so. Then all of a sudden, he started having like 28 a game. Uh, when they traded Clint Capella, which ended up that this is another thing too. Like what team got realized is when you trade for us, like you literally destroy your roster. <laughs> yeah. Like the Rockets literally had to destroy their roster in order to make it work with him. And it still didn't work. It's not gonna work. You know, at least they made it to the second round in the playoffs though, but yeah, them being a championship contender, like you traded your your franchise big man in order to Make it work for Russell Westbrook so he can have more room in the paint. And they barely made it. They they struggled with the Thunder. Yeah. So like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you you have to completely transform your roster in order to make it work. So much so to the point where where James Harden was like, man, let me get the hell up out of here, man. Y'all messed up the roster. <laughs> 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 Granny, that's James Paul took the James wanted Russell. People always want Russell. Yeah, then they realized, like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this is like him, like, he's like the, the beautiful girlfriend, like the, 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 the Instagram model that looks amazing until you actually have to take her out on a day to hang with her for a day or two. <laughs> it's, like, uh, uh, no. it's like, yeah, we have nothing in common, and you're very expensive. And you're very expensive, you had nothing in common, your attitude's terrible. Like, no. <laughs> like, the big blood pretty face means nothing now. <laughs> All that's out the window. <laughs> but yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Because like I said, I think Russ is still a, a good basketball player. He just, it just not gonna work for the situation. The situation that probably worked for him are probably in losing situations. Wait, wait, wait. You think Russell Westbrook is a good basketball player? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Can, can you really argue with a guy that averages a triple double and say that he's a bad one? Like, yeah, actually, he is a bad one. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> we got players in the league that that score and you know get stats, but they lose, you know. So and, and no one wants to play with them. So yeah, I could I can say that. It's kind of like Russ. Hey, it is what it is, man. Like I said, I, back in the day, I would say I would take him on my team, but it depends on who who's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends on what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, what are we trying to accomplish? I got a bunch of scrubs on my team. I'll, I'll, yes, yes, sir. Without doubt, I'll take Russell. Okay. Um, 
so I have nothing for music. I don't think anything came out. I know uh, NLE Chopper, uh, he yeah. came out with something. I haven't really listened to. I haven't. Well, I haven't heard his album. I heard. I heard good things about it. Um, I would. I would. Um, I would recommend his album if I had to just go blindly because everyone swears by the album. So, I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm eventually going to give it a chance. I've actually never even listened to him before. Yeah, I feel like this. If you're, it's a lot of albums that have come out if you're a young guy. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think uh, uh, NBA Youngboy dropped another album. It's like his second or third album in like eight nine months. He he came out with another album. Uh, but again, it's like if you're a younger guy. Two uh, Chainz came out with an album uh, actually. Um, oh, I might Friday. check it out. It's actually called Dope Don't Sell Itself. So I heard it's actually pretty good though. Mm. So two, you said two uh, so chains? I, I mean, I may eventually check that out at some point. I haven't heard it yet. It came out on the fourth. So when was the fourth? Hmm. I'm about to check that out then. I I, I rock with two chains. Yeah. So two chains came out. That was on Friday then. Yeah, it came out that on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm gonna probably work out to it. I'm uh, when I kind of get back on my strong workout schedule. I might do it tomorrow actually. I uh, just, so yeah, I don't I actually have any reviews for, as far as music, but uh, like I said, two chains came out. Um, if there are any NBA young boy fans, he came out a week or so ago. Uh, got, actually, we talked about the Gunner album uh, when they came out. He um, got he got little baby, muddy bag yo, Roddy Rich on here. Mm, little Dirk, yeah, he got some yeah. he got some guys on here. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Okay, uh, TV and movies, um. I know uh, Seth, uh, Steph Curry and Aisha Curry are coming out with something on HBO Max called About Last Night. On uh, it's an HBO original. I think it's just like a, a sit down where they like ask couples questions and stuff. I I'm interested in that. I've heard uh, you know, I've heard that it's gonna be pretty good. So I'm gonna give it a chance. It comes out Thursday. Yeah. So we'll uh, I know we'll be running the league, but I I'll uh, I'll probably check that out. Um. Probably before the game starts. I think it's only like fifty some minutes. I might actually check that out. I know. I, so I, that uh, TV shows. I I don't want to talk about Power because uh, I know you probably not caught up, right? Am I right? I'm actually caught up now. I finally got caught up this past weekend. So you saw everything. I saw everything. Oh, okay. I mean, should we? Nah, we can't talk about. It. We'll talk about the off air. Yeah. Because it, it just came out yesterday, so it's probably people that. Yeah. Hey, shame on you if you haven't watched it, but you're listening to this podcast. Like, what you have time? <laughs> like, you, yeah. you, you clearly have time if you're doing that. But uh, yeah, that I was impressed with that. I'm gonna start the Tommy one probably tomorrow. Um, yeah. Any movies? I can't think of any movies that came out. Uh, anything recent? No, nothing. Last thing I really checked on it. I think we talked about the last podcast. I think it was Spider Man. Was on the last thing I remember that was kind of big that came out. Batman's yeah. coming out soon, though. That's yeah, that's in, that's one. next month. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that, that's going to be a monster. Yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely going to go see that. I'm saving my little gift card that someone gave me. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cash that out. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, yeah, that, that's, that's uh, popping. Uh, have you ever seen Euphoria? I can hear about this, man. I haven't seen I it. I told you about it. Yeah, you don't want to tell me. That's right. You told me about it. You did. Yeah, yeah so have you watched anything yet? Everybody talk about it since you told me about it. 
So I'm like, okay, I gotta start playing. Go ahead and watch it. I, I watch everything else on my on my list of things to watch, and now I gotta get to Euphoria. So Euphoria's you, last. You're not list. even on. You haven't even started season one. Nope. Oh yeah, you got a long way to go, man. Oh, there's not that many episodes. I think it's like seven each season. Um, so season one, if I'm not mistaken, it was seven or eight episodes, but, uh, it, it goes pretty quick. You could probably finish it in the weekend. Um, so season two right now, they're on episode five. I'm two episodes behind and the first three, oh my gosh, man, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot, bro. It's like, it's a lot. Like you, you just, I can't even explain really like the, the, like the gist of it. Like you have to really watch it. All I can tell you is. I can give you three things. High school, sex, drugs. That's all I can tell you. All right. That's what that and and not even just high school, like after high school. So the so you know, people that um that you know dropped out of high school, like that kind of stuff. Like basically like teenagers between the age of seventeen and twenty. Like that's what you're dealing with. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So it's 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 wild, man. It's 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 a wild show. You kind of just got to get on board with it. But, uh, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be checking out Euphoria. Hopefully, this weekend I can get caught up with that and amongst a few other things. But, yeah, there have been no movies. Like, did you ever check out Spider Man? Nah, I, I probably, I, I, I don't think I'll get around to that until like spring break. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just got too much going on. It might actually not be in theaters by then. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably just go ahead and pay for it. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, order order on TV probably won't be that much. But um, but yeah, all right. Episode one fifty in the books. Sean, I will see you at the gym on Thursday. Yes, sir. Yes, look, sir. Look, Gotta get back at guys. Can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, great game. Yeah, we got some great great games. Can't wait for it. Uh, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna dive more into uh next week about the schedule because we got uh some double headers next week. Absolutely. All right. It's going to be big, man. Game three on September. Not September. Wow. Uh, it's a long way for now. Yes. <laughs> 16th, it's a whole other school 16th, year. So going back to back. So uh, no lie, you guys were just itching at the bit to kind of get more games in. So I'm going to try to give you that. So February 16th, February 17th. All right. Uh, Johnny Gill and Sean, uh, live from BSL Phone. We're out. <laughs>